Welcome back, everyone. It's taken us a little bit of time to get here, but we're finally returning with episode 81. We're discussing album number 81, which is Beyonce's self-titled album, Beyonce. Miss Third Ward, your first question. What is your aspiration in life? Oh, my aspiration in life would be to be happy. Beyonce Knowles. Beyonce Knowles, as she's referred to in the, in the album. So this is our second album we've reviewed by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. We did Lemonade. That was great. That was a great album. And now this is a self-titled album from 2013. This is her fifth studio album. Uh, yeah. Want some details before we go any further? Yeah, I think um, before we even get to the details and okay, okay, we'll reference okay. this again in the details, uh, just like Lemonade, there's this whole visual side of this album. Um, right. Uh, she imagined it as a um, sort of like uh, silent films, not silent films, short films to right. accompany each piece, uh, a visual sure. album. and. Uh, so if you want, you can go out on iTunes, uh, on YouTube, and uh, and watch the entire album, not just not just uh, videos for each song, but um, yeah, how she how she visualized it in her mind as she was putting it together. Right. Very cool. You watched it. I didn't watch it. Uh, so if there's any commentary on that, you'll have to. Yeah. You'll you'll have to. Uh, Similar to uh, Purple know. Rain, I guess. And, Approaching it uh, at a bit of a different angle, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, no, oh, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. I guess I need to get better on my uh, the all the all the content <laughs> on that game. Uh, okay, so this album released December thirteenth, twenty thirteen. So just over nine years ago, as of the time we're recording this, uh, written by Beyonce Knowles and many others, as is common with Beyonce and many in the genre hip-hop R&B to have many collaborators it's very much a group a community project a lot of times but there's no question that she is the focal point here 100% as with any of her solo albums Uh, charted number two in the UK number one in the US and four other countries including Canada sales over six million worldwide could be higher by now uh, released digitally on iTunes without prior announcement or promotion, and debuted number one on Amazing. the 200, uh, earning Beyonce her fifth consecutive number one album on the chart. Can you remember, imagine that you release five albums and every one has gone number one? <laughs> and even when you don't do anything to uh, promote it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's my Here's album. Something number one. <laughs> number one. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, the album sold over 617,000 copies in the U.S. and 828,000 worldwide in its first three days. Becoming <laughs> the fastest selling album in the history of the iTunes store up to that point. Um, lots of special guests on this one. Justin Timberlake, Jay-Z, of course, Timbaland, Sia, Pharrell Williams, Frank Ocean, we just reviewed one of his albums, Kelly Rowland, Michelle Williams. Who are they? They, they did something with her, right? And <laughs> my boy from the T-Dot, Drizzy. Yep. <laughs> um, ranked album of the year by Billboard, despite being released in mid-December. <laughs> That's so, it gets, so can you imagine you're in the boardroom and like it's December 12th and you've got this like list ready to go. <laughs> and the next day you come in like, you, you guys, <laughs> have you heard this? Beyonce just dropped a new album. Oh my God. Um, Even yeah, worse if you were like the artist they were considering for the album of the year. And, you know, yes. rumors are good. Yes. <laughs> Somebody called you on the 12th? Yeah. Like, well, I don't want to get the cat out of the bag, but yeah, right. guess who's got album of the year, baby? <laughs> Day later, uh, really sorry. We're going to have to pull back. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I want a movie about that. <laughs> um, album was nominated for five Grammys, including album of the year, best urban contemporary album, uh, best surround sound album. Is that still a thing? Best R&B song and best R&B performance for Drunk in Love. Uh, she won the last three of those. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Kanye West, um, <laughs> in his infinite wisdom, said Beck should give his album of the year award to Beyonce. And almost had another um, jump up on the stage moment, but he, he decided not to do that. After he controlled himself for this one. Yeah, uh, well, kind of. Um, <laughs> that was Beck's Morning Phase, which is a wonderful album. I don't even know how you compare two albums like that they're just like night night day just totally different yeah you rank them on a list like this i guess (laughs) touche i don't even know if that's on this list which is is funny (laughs) i don't think it is um okay um and accompanied by a visual album now yeah before we get into we'll get into the music um do you or do you want to talk about that later do you want to talk about that when we talk about the music maybe that makes more sense well i i will say this now um she apparently was inspired by michael jackson's thriller and the sort okay, of way yeah. that that video makes that song so much more than if you just listen to the track um <clears throat> and i think that it's apparent when you click through those those tracks um, she really does a lot with color, uh, with artistic impression. It's not just like a, a cute outfit music video kind of kind of thing. There's lots of different things going on, similar to Lemonade. Um, and it, it, yeah, it is visually compelling. It doesn't always necessarily have a, a cohesive storyline, but uh, I think there's power in that and. I don't. I, I hesitate before a review like this because these, to me, feel like harder things to evaluate. Um, sim- similar to Purple Rain, in fact, like when it is so heavily tied to this other thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I just 
it's it's a lot it's a lot harder to <laughs> to know how to review something that the creative vision was was beyond just put your headphones on and listen um, so I, I guess that's just a, a caveat as we as we venture down this review that like we're going to focus primarily in this reflection on the music and really there's so much more um, right so much more out there yeah and I guess that's the most kind of profound way to accompany your album there, there, other people have done you know maybe a magazine maybe posters maybe yeah I don't know interviews or, or whatever but I think the visual the visual album or videos to go with it is, is pretty is pretty I, I did watch the the one for Lemonade yeah man it, it does it, it really takes the, the imagery yeah the imagery yeah. the story to, I mean that's a very uh, personal uh, uh, I guess reflection or yeah kind of I'll even say narrative very personal in terms of, of her experiences in that time and the visuals that go along with it are, are yeah very profound very stunning um, well I really help convey along that. those along those lines I will say was not the visual album and I found myself kind of feeling a little bit lukewarm about it and watching the visual album made me see Beyonce in these songs and the and the you know we've talked many times about the fact that we're not necessarily lyric first people I think I started to see what she was trying to communicate in the words um, and yeah the visual album made me really really deepened my appreciation for for what she's tried to create here um so don't just dismiss it as like ah, that's like bonus material for, <laughs> for right some other yeah. Time if yeah, you're, yeah, yeah if you're considering this uh uh this venture absolutely um so without further ado that's kind of wraps up the details so i imagine it would be a fairly brief discussion about the album artwork the cover <laughs> <laughs> um go have a look but really there's not much it's just totally black Beyonce right in the middle all caps in a kind of a, a blush rose color blush rose that was I was you like that that's probably the the thing that we'll talk the most about is what is that hue what color is that <laughs> let me get my Pantone chart out and have a look um, it's a light pink right Blush, rose, blush. Sure. Yeah. Any anything else? <laughs> uh, and, and and the one the one on Spotify is the platinum edition. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a like a band across the corner, the right corner, that's silver colored, platinum, and in black just says platinum edition in all caps, <laughs> like it's a, a, a package of parcels. Really, it really makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did I think just find a tool here online um, where you can upload an image and it will tell you the color name finder. So, uh, oh come on! So blossom is what this pink is is apparently uh, known as generally this is called speaking. Blossom. Okay, and uh, it's pretty close to on that color palette uh, number DCB4BC. So, for, for better or for worse, there's your there's your number if you want to go and find it. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> really burning. <laughs> I, 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 a question. I um, I have a feeling 
like ever since the White Album and maybe before, you you can't do this without making a statement. Like you're trying, right? Like you're you can't do this without somebody going, okay, you're trying, like you're trying to say something here, right? Even well, to would... have even to have a portrait, I think, is less kind of. Um, I don't know if I want to use the word egotistical, but it's like no, I it's think like this... a default portrait is like what you do yeah. when you're starting, right? Exactly. Like this, this is yeah. like I'm so big, I don't even need my face on the cover. I, so, and, yeah. and I'm not trying to say she's arrogant. I'm just trying to say. No, I, but you never debut he... with this. You need some track no, record to, no. yeah. to to be able to pull this off, right? Yeah. So, is it status? Um, you know, like like the Beatles, like. I mean, every, everyone calls it the White Album, and and there's there's people have tried to emulate that for years and years. Again, I'm not saying she tried to do that. I just don't think you can release this without kind of coming off or kind of someone saying like, yeah, this is making a statement. Uh, yeah. The album, or or the album will speak for itself. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, what color, what what type of black is that? Oh, shoot. I closed out that tab. Uh, another time. Okay. Uh, past, uh, pastel black. Okay. Um, tracks, music. Okay. So, listen. Uh, all right. I, I like this album. Let me yeah. start with that. Um, and I listened to it a bunch. First thing, right? Here's, I'll just say, first impressions. Okay, first impressions. And this partly maybe has something to do with the ignorance I have about Beyonce albums. I don't think I've listened to many of her albums in full. I've heard a lot of her music on the radio, but the albums. This was far more sexual than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very sexually explicit album. Not every song, but a lot of songs. And the songs that are sexual, I felt were very sexual. That's not a judgment. That's not saying it's good or bad. I guess it just caught me off guard and was more than I expected. Um, maybe that says something about how I view Beyonce. As I, ha I, I certainly think sexuality is a big part of her image, of course. But I, I yeah. guess I didn't. I guess I have a lot of respect in the way she carries herself, and that, or the way I viewed her through my lens, through the media, um, and not in kind of this kind of personal, um, explicit way as is expressed in, in a lot of these tracks. So that was the first thing. And, and again, I have not... I guess some of it made me a little uncomfortable. Like, it was, like, too intimate. Okay, that's personal. Like, yeah. you know, but... So that was something that I thought about a lot on the album, and certainly the first few listens. Like, wow, that's... That's, that's straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, again, it's... Uh, it's a message. It's a. It's a telling. It's personal. It's. It's the story she wants to tell. The way she wants to express. I mean, that's. That's wonderful. It's just. I guess just not what I. I didn't. I don't know what I had expected, but I guess something more. You know, crazy in love and other stuff like yeah. that that I right. heard. Even. Even. Even lemonade had some of that, um, but mm -hmm. was telling a different story. Uh, so I guess it just caught me off guard. Well, I think Anything there's. For, I guess what the question. There's an authenticity to it where, like, I think you're right. There's some sexualization here, but there's also, like, it's held up with the opening track uh, where she's talking quite candidly about the way that our culture has objectified women and, 
and made it yeah. painful oh, yeah. to yeah. be beautiful. Um, so, mm. so yeah, it's like this really interesting. Like I, I, I guess at times I felt it was kind of like lemonade in the in the sort of um, you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay it all out here uh, the good the bad and the yeah. ugly I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be honest about it uh, um, and sometimes that means explicit I guess in, in some subjects and sometimes sure. it just yep. means means authentic um, and. So yeah, I, yeah, I agree. There, there were moments that caught me off guard, but it wasn't just. I guess I'm saying there, it wasn't just the sexual sexualization, but the sort of rawness to it. Uh, I, you know, ever since hearing that comment about Joni Mitchell's Blue that she wrote it, uh, and people said she she was guarding herself like the cellophane on a cigarette package. It was the line was something like that? Like <laughs> it was so tra- so yeah. transparent what she was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think we both have been drawn to these albums where where people are just like really really laying it all out for for the listener um, for better or worse. Yeah, and and I guess so. I try to remember too. This this is the album. This is the precursor to Lemonade. You know, this mm-hmm. in terms if you think about album chronology, that that was the next one. So mm-hmm. um, you know, some of those ideas. Well, again, that's telling, I think, a specific story. This is a lot of those ideas, I think. I think... Listen, I'm not an artist. <laughs> I haven't released albums. I, I, I can't imagine that your previous work wouldn't influence your next work, right? You can hear yeah. that a lot with, yep. you know, like this album's different but i hear traces of the last album and the next one well this album's different i hear the traces i hear even maybe a couple things from the first album. you know like we all do that with album artists like coldplay any you two any album artists that have a lot of albums we can hear the changes but we also hear the influence from through so yeah 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 exactly uh, I, I guess one thing we didn't talk about yet like um this was a new album for me had you listened to it before the whole album no, I'm not even sure no. that I would have known any of these songs. Like maybe Pretty oh, okay. Hurts, but no, this felt very new to me, and I I feel a little strange saying that because a, a few albums prior to this, I would have known most of the songs. Something in there, I don't know if it was just getting older, having uh, <clears throat> shifting to different stages of my life. I wasn't I wasn't watching any MTV or. Uh, <laughs> much music anymore yeah. and yeah. uh and so yeah I, I i didn't really know any of this uh it, it has a familiarity perhaps because of you know some time now with lemonade and some of her other work um but no i was surprised by an, an artist this big on a list like this i assumed that it was going to be like a whole bunch of radio hits that were very very familiar to me and it wasn't right necessarily yeah, yeah. um uh, perhaps just because of the era that it came out and where what I was up to at that time. I, I think I said that about Lemonade. I was like, I didn't know any of these songs. <laughs> um, I I knew. I think Drunken Love I recognized. Although, to, to, if I'm being totally honest to this day, I just I really don't prefer that track. <laughs> I, I feel like I remember them doing that in an award show or something. The two of them oh, okay. doing that. Um, and uh, really embarrassing track number 10 XO <laughs> until listening to this album 
I was sure that was a John Mayer song. <laughs> Does he have a cover of it? Yes, he covered it like the next year. And I'd heard that track. I mean, you know, different Spotify playlists, you know, I listen to, you know, acoustic rock or John, or, or I'll listen to, I like John Mayer, I listen to a John Mayer playlist. And just on the radio, I'd heard that song. And I saw it here, I was like, oh, she covered John Mayer? <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up and I felt so stupid that he he heard it and covered it like like within the next twelve months I think he just really liked it. That's funny. Um, so uh, I knew that one, but just not her version. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I, I it was an album. I'm not moving to concluding thoughts. I'm just saying in general, it's an album I just found a hard time clicking with. And I don't really have a good reason why this time. Um, yeah. I, I don't hate it. Not at all. Yeah. I think it's good. I think the songs are very good. I, I think I think maybe some of it is that some of it did make me a little uncomfortable lyrically. Yeah. And yeah. again, that says nothing to do with her. That's me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know if, if everyone, you know, would obviously not everyone would have the same experience. So maybe a lot of people really like that or really relate to that or, or really, you know, that that's something that uh, um, they enjoy, you know, and I'm, yeah. I, again, I'm not trying to be perverted when I say that. It's just, <laughs> just that, that, no, well, some, some people like yeah. that. It's a danger zone for sure. Uh, when we start talking about female yeah. empowerment uh, and, and you know, what, what we are comfortable with a woman, uh, a strong black woman, especially um, singing about a woman who's often criticized for being, too sexual in the outfits she wears and things like that but uh, you know in another light can can be seen as powerfully selecting um, outfits that display her full body um, yeah it's this it's this really interesting yeah. <laughs> interesting dance that two white guys probably shouldn't be uh, spending too much time oh, yeah on. but uh, <laughs> and then, and then the question is is it just me as a person or would I feel yeah. differently about it as as a single man? Sure. Single ladies? No. That's <laughs> no, not what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, did, did, as a, as a as a as a as a married man, does it just make me uncomfortable? Like, mm. ooh, I shouldn't. If you like as it, you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> trying to be serious, okay? <laughs> okay. Yes. No. I. I I see what you're saying there. You know what I mean? Like, like, is is there part of us that goes, I'm, I'm not supposed to. um, There's too much intimacy here for someone I'm not. Right. Or I'm I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to. Not even enjoy it, but I'm not supposed to even absorb it. Like I'm supposed to steer clear of this, as opposed Mm -hmm. to, how do I engage with it? How do I? How do I just listen to it? Um, yeah. But I guess we all have it. We all have that, right? We're all going to have things that 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 we have to negotiate when we listen to anything. Yeah. Well, and I will admit, uh, perhaps somewhat embarrassedly, but I watched uh, the visual album a few tracks at least with my nine-year-old today. Okay. And, uh, yep. She was able to see strong feminine power a lot of these i mean she's an interesting character anyway um but uh you know she was not she was not talking about how skimpy her outfit was or how right sexualized her lyrics were she was seeing she was seeing something strong yeah Um, the the track uh the track uh 
Superpower uh, is a <laughs> kind of a dark one. Uh, Frank Ocean's on that track, and um, the visual uh, video for it, they're all wearing like kind of superhero, dark superhero kind of uh, outfits and kind of running around lighting things on fire and, and stomping on uh, on stuff. And it reminds me a little bit of the one from Lemonade where she's got her baseball bat and is just kind of <laughs> smashing things as she yeah. goes. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, Alethea just found it really compelling to watch this sort of take shape. And she had lots of questions about why would they depict that? Uh, where did those people come from? What are they supposed to mean? And things like that. You know, some of it is just a uh, music video. It's not necessarily meant to be anything. But um, yeah, there, there's, there's some stuff here that I think... I don't want to trivialize what you're saying to say like, ah, just get over it, Mike. Like there's something, <laughs> something good here. Because I, I felt that same tension too. But I, I, I don't want to dismiss this as... Uh, I don't want to let my own discomfort dismiss this uh, because I think there is something great here that that is why it's on this list and why it's held up by so many people as a great album. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. No, I, uh, yeah. I will say, too, in this whole conversation, the track that I like the sound of the most is Blow. But okay, I'm assuming blow is a reference to drugs, but there's also some very sexualized <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, language in that one too. And and yeah, I, I found myself like wanting to play this song out loud and wanting to play the video, which is also it's at like a roller rink, with, and it's uh, it's kind of sexualized too. Um, but yeah, it, like. I, I was feeling that same discomfort of like, oh, this is maybe one I skip over uh, yeah. if <laughs> if I'm listening with the kids. Right. Um, despite it's like really catchy. I don't know, there's some like guitar hook in there that I'm sure is sampled from something that smarter people than us know exactly where it's coming from. But I, I, I love that, the way that song sounds and like almost as much challenged by <laughs> what it's saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I found that one quite sexual. <laughs> <laughs> so this album's almost 10 years old. You listen to it now, Ben. Um, do you feel it's aged well? Yeah, it doesn't. In terms of what's happening. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not the hippest <laughs> music listener. I should start with that caveat. So <laughs> maybe... The, the phrase <clears throat> says it all. <laughs> yeah, maybe what the kids are listening to these days sounds a whole lot different than this. I don't know. Well, I, I you know, when we've listened to newer stuff on this list, uh, I remember we've, we've thought, oh, oh, is this what music sounds like now? Um, but yeah. no, this doesn't sound, in my mind at least, dated uh, in, in any way, really. No, I, I think it's still very relevant. The music, um, yeah, may be slightly different than what maybe what teens are listening to now. There's there's some different subgenres, and I think it's it's um, a lot of music is becoming more and more electric. Um, and I think pot, like you know my kids are really into K-pop. You know, mm. it's it's quite um, it's synthesized. It's very polished. Uh, it's quite loud. It's very catchy. A lot of this is is a little more subdued. Not all of it, but some of it's mm-hmm. a little more subdued, and um, you know, a little more R and B. 
but uh, it's still I think still very much fits into the R&B hip hop style today I think you could play this in the mix of modern hip hop modern R&B songs and it would still very much be in place um, I'm sure it probably is <laughs> I, I, would, I would expect so um, I assume so yeah I, I, I don't really I don't really have a problem it, you know and again we're only talking nine years so we've said it's it's this these questions are a little less poignant when it's something that's come out recently but yeah i think even for nine years it feels pretty pretty relevant at least from my yeah what about the position this is number 81 we've we took us a while to get past 80 but we're here at 81 (laughs) and the other thing is now our our this new list from rolling stone is well over two years old almost two and a half years old um but what do you think about the ranking here at 81 I like it. Uh, I think I like Lemonade slightly better. So at least with the two that yeah, we've tackled so, so far, yeah. they fit uh, here. Um, I, you know, it's always a little bit of a struggle when it's music from a genre that I'm not super, super yeah. knowledgeable yeah, about to know like where it fits with all you know all of music, all of music greatness. Um, uh-huh. uh, but you know, this album obviously sold really well and was beloved uh you know it's got it's got tracks on um on spotify that are closing in on uh 500 million listens so wow. you know it's wow. still wow. 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 still trucking <laughs> along too so yeah uh, yeah i uh i would agree i think it's uh i, I think it makes sense here i'm i'm just looking at the list and looking at some of the other things around it and yeah, it makes sense. Like, maybe not the best album ever, but an important album, a popular album yeah. from a popular a popular artist. It's got that authenticity the, that we like. It's, uh, yes. It checks a lot of those boxes. I, I, maybe some of the hit singles, but, I mean, yeah. Drunken Love, Drunken Love, I think, is a pretty big tune. Like, like I think that, that song is still very popular. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm okay with it here. Um I'm okay with it here. I, I like the representation, Beyonce here, and the album uh, is, is very good. Uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> to put that in. Um, <laughs> Big gun. Yeah. I think one. Th- we've talked about this. One thing the Rolling Stone editors have done well in this list is not only the diversity but but spreading it out you know yeah. i i know that um they claim you know lots of people were polled and they took a tally but but i can't imagine that they wouldn't have tweaked it at all you know you've got you've got it but you've got you know five r&b albums in a row so you go okay well let's just shuffle it around just a little bit we're not going to change the ranking too much and just spread it out a little bit and it's a little more you know it it wouldn't shock me or even bother me if that was the case you know like it's still a good representation very diverse and i think spread out well so you're looking at the albums around it and there's lots of other genres and um yeah I, i i have no problem with it here i'm happy with it here I'm just looking. Um, oh shoot, the articles behind the paywall, paywall. I'm curious. Oh, it says it in the t- in the subtitle. Beyonce was one of the voters for this uh, most recent oh, okay. 500 Greatest Album. So that there you go. Uh, I'd love to see. 
love to see someone's ballot. I wonder if she chose her own album to uh, be on this list. Interesting. <laughs> well, and I don't want to get into a bunny trail at the end of this <laughs> at the end of this uh, episode. But do you think you can be influenced by your own album? Ooh. So if you're picking yes. the five, the yeah. five, the fifty albums that have influenced you the most, you pick one of your own. I, I guess why not, right? I mean, we we've created one of the greatest podcasts of all time, and I'm influenced by us all the time. Well, so. past <laughs> episodes influence me on future episodes. So yeah, there you go. But but it'll be interesting, or for Paul McCartney to say, you know, your your top, yeah. your top ten influential albums. Over Volvo was one of them. You know, like <laughs> that was pretty bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, did she vote? <laughs> so the first. The first six are like all hers on all her hers. ballot. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Why not? She's yeah. she's a queen bee. She can do that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one more example, like you said, of uh, better, you know, of the voters having better inclusion of uh, women. You know, I don't know how many there were on the old list by the time you get to album eighty, but you know, it was a struggle for oh, <laughs> a man, lot of not many, just not many. first female and uh, woman of color too. Uh, yeah. Yeah good yep. to see it here no it's it's yeah it, it's much better representation here now we always like to talk about if there are any other albums by the artist so we've already done one lemonade two beyonce and that's it just the just two, two. Oh, just man. two i feel like like maybe the debut I don't know. Anyways, just two. That's it. Did, uh, did Destiny's Child make the list? Are they on there anywhere? They they are. Oh wow. They are. The writing's on the wall. I think that was a wall. Right. I think that was a pretty big one. I think that was a big one with a lot of hits. Um, there you go. So we will. We will get to Beyonce one more time. We, we'll we'll talk about Beyonce for a few more years. one more time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's going to be a while, especially at this pace. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking um, of pace, we thank you for putting up with us. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to try and, and streamline these episodes just a little bit here, especially when it's just the two of us. Um, we hope that you like this, maybe slightly less edited and uh, more streamlined version of the Sound Logic podcast. And let us know if you have any thoughts about uh, how, it, how it feels. Absolutely. As you'll hear in a few minutes, you can send us a message you can go to anchor leave a voicemail facebook whatever you want let us know what you think and if you want to hear us talk about anything in particular or do something different we'd be happy to hear from you if you leave a voicemail hey we might even put it on an episode never know. yep um well we got another album coming up next time ben what have we, we got sure on the, well this is interesting the- um I think one of the albums that we were just about to record when this new list came out was a a greatest hits collection from Sly and the Family Stone. And uh, instead of that one, here at number 82, we have There's a Riot Going On, which is an actual studio album by the same group. Um, So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I I enjoyed the greatest hits album. I was looking forward to talking about it, maybe critiquing a compilation being on the list, but... I'm I'm really curious about this one to to see what it's all about. Me too. I'm looking forward to it. I've listened to it a few times, and 
Uh, it's going to be a fun one to discuss for sure. Well, we want to thank you for listening. And as always, we hope that you take care of yourself. You take care of those around you. And of course, we hope that you'll join us next time right here on the SoundLogic Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our SoundLogic Podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.